Welcome to the Agency Sports powered by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Jack Gentry in for the ill Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media. We are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network and we go live every weekday morning at 8 central time on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitch. Also find the links to the show on uh, Instagram story, our Twitter account, and find us on TikTok where we're posting a lot of Titans practice content as well. Got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us and they help out you guys with Wilson County Hyundai. Make them a part of your car buying process by going to see them in Lebanon or simply at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org for the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Plus, Farm Bureau Health Plans get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans. Better rates, better service, better coverage. Learn more about a health plan for you at fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. So, uh, speaking of uh, Farm Bureau Health Plans, Zach was using his Farm Bureau Health Plans coverage uh, this week as he had the flu and still is recovering from the flu. So, Zach uh, did the show Monday morning, then uh, texted me Monday afternoon slash Monday evening saying it wasn't feeling too hot, woke up Tuesday morning, got a test, and flu. So Zach was dealing with the flu this week. He says he's feeling much, much better. I had a couple Zoom meetings with him yesterday. Uh, his voice sounded like ass. And so uh, that's why he is not doing the show. So trying to conserve his energy. We're also going into a holiday weekend. So an extra day for him to recover his voice and also recover the energy uh, that he's lost from dealing with the flu. Uh, for the last uh, several days. So that is where Zach has been. Hopefully on Tuesday, he will be back. Uh, but Jack, glad to have you along. And every conversation we've had thus far about Traylon Burks since he showed up in Nashville has had negative connotation to it. You know, he wasn't able to make it through his first drill uh, in rookie minicamp. He had to go inside, outside, back and forth. Uh, over the course of OTAs this past week, I made the joke that he's more one in one out than bars on Broadway in Nashville. But we do have some positivity from Traylon Burks as the Titans Jack posted this video last night on their social media. Uh, OTA practice in the bubble. Tannehill with some play action, looking deep, going Burks, get up and get the football, two feet down, catch secured, touchdown trailing Burks. A little high five, low five from Lawan and Aaron Brewer there. So uh, positive, positive, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's a good change in pace uh, from from what the videos most Titans fans and Titans media have been putting out uh, about trailing Burks after not looking in shape at rookie minicamp. And then, like you mentioned, one in and one out day two at OTAs when the media was invited to watch practice. Yep. So uh, to, to see Traylon Burks, that's the play, right? That's the type. Uh, that's that's what you're getting from Traylon Burks. That's what the Titans envisioned when they when they were going through the draft process, when they were watching his tape at Arkansas, when he dominated big opponents like Alabama, like Texas A&M last year. So. That that's that's more of what I expect to see going forward. This whole out of shape, overheat, whatever, whatever it is, allergies. People think it's allergies, whatever. That's going to be pushed to the back burner once we get Traylon Burks. More of Traylon Burks' videos, more of just him being with the team, more reps with the team, and obviously his conditioning is going to improve. And we had Darren Bates on the Tighten Up podcast, mm-hmm. and he said that you know, just Traylon Burks has been in all of these meetings, meeting with these different teams. He doesn't have time to train. He hasn't had time to train. Let him get his feet back under him, and we'll start seeing more more videos like the one we just saw. Yeah, and, and I want to read some comments uh, too because Sin City Titan says every conversation you guys have had has been negative. Not everything he has done has been negative. Again, like I, I've it's been true. at two of the three open practices that Traylon Burks has been working through, and you know the first impression was really really bad. That's 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 not my opinion. I mean, that's the fact that the first impression from Traylon Burks was not good because he couldn't make it through the first drill. He had to huff and puff and get an inhaler after his first rep. It was a weird situation. And then this 
earlier this week on Tuesday when we were out at practice. Uh, he started practice like normal. The Titans did open field tackle drill. Traylon Burks did two reps of that. Then he disappeared. And then he came back out on the field and finished the second half of the individual portion of practice. Then he went back inside. Then he came back out for some team drills. Then he went back inside. Then he came back out and finished practice. It's just a, it's a strange thing, especially because uh, Mike Vrabel won't tell us anything about what it is. That again, Mike Vrabel does this sometimes, where his intentions are to protect the player, but sometimes the, the, the uncertainty or the not having clarity on what's going on creates a negative cycle of speculation. And so without Mike Vrabel telling us, yeah, he's working through some conditioning things that he wasn't able to get. If Mike Vrabel said what Darren Bates said, that his travel schedule for pre-draft visits and process was grueling. Yeah, he's just a step behind. And it's going to take him, uh, you know, a, a few weeks or so to get his feet underneath him then everybody would shut up. <laughs> like If Mike Vrabel said that, then there wouldn't be that big of an issue. And so, and MB says, I think Vrabel just thinks it's none of the media's business. I, I don't disagree with that comment, MB, but that's kind of what happens when the media and fans are forced to speculate. And so I'll play the video again, because it's a, it's a positive thing of Traylon Burks last, I, I don't know when this practice was because only Tuesday's practice was open to the media, but Traylon Burks doing what he was drafted to do, go up and catch a, a, a football at its highest point for a touchdown uh, in two-tone blue. That's exactly what you want to see there, Jack. Yeah, and the bubble too. We need that retractable roof to get here as soon as we can, just in case the heat is bothering Traylon Burks. I'm just kidding. But obviously, yeah, th this is a positive step. I, I think just Titans fans and us in the media – just needed a, a, a video like that to move on from what happened at rookie minicamp. Yeah. Right. We, we just needed to see a positive video from Traylon Burks like that. Aside from him, you know, doing footwork and drills, that's fine and dandy, but that type of play, you know, fully extending, going to get a ball in the end zone, a beautiful ball by Tannehill, by the way. Um, play action. That's the bread and butter. Right oh there. yeah. That's exactly I, what you're looking for. I hope to see a lot of that once the regular season gets going, but that's look, that's what we need. He him and Tannehill have a long offseason to build a rapport together. He's got a long way to go before uh you know training camp even kicks off in late July. We're still so early in the, the offseason activities, right? We're we're yeah. just we're only a week in uh, in Titans OTAs, voluntary OTAs. He's just got a week of experience of NFL practice experience under his belt. Give him some time, he'll get there. He's gonna be right come training camp. I he love. That, I love that we. I mean, have he, that like he needs to, to be right by training camp. Like, he there's will. no right, but and I, I guess like where I became frustrated at this is because I watched rookie rookie mini camp and I saw dozens of other rookies out there who were able to go out and practice hard, made mistakes. Right? It's not about making mistakes. I don't care at this point if Traylon Burks drops a pass, runs a wrong route, uh, misses a blocking assignment. I don't care about that. But I think effort is important. And the ability, his inability to give effort because of his conditioning status did kind of rub me the wrong way because I saw everybody else out there able to go through it. Everybody else was ready to practice. So that was my stance on it. But I'm not anti-Traylon Burks. I, I want Traylon Burks to be successful. He's got a lot of pressure on him. It was a really bad first impression at rookie minicamp. It was not a good follow-up impression this this past week at uh, OTAs with the veterans. But next Wednesday or Wednesday now next week after the holiday, the media will be back out there. We'll be back out there watching practice, and we'll see if Traylon Burks uh, can take continue to progress like it looks like he has been doing in that video we played a couple times. Yeah, there's going to be a learning curve. It's going to be physical and mental. We, we Even playing at Arkansas, which is not exactly, you know, a fair weather place. It gets pretty hot in Arkansas. And, right. you, you know, playing in the SEC, having SEC coaching, even with all of that, he still is, you know, going to, it's still going to take some time to adjust to what's going on at the NFL level. And yeah. I, I understand it's a bad first impression. It, he didn't look good at practice. That... Uh, if that continues, then yes, it's a problem. I do not think it's time 
to to paint this narrative that Traylon Burks is out of shape. He doesn't care. He's not putting in the effort. That's not what we're doing here, right? We're just going off of you, you know him maybe taking a breather, a little extra time on the sidelines uh, in his first week at camp. And again, Traylon Burks' expectations. We can we like to compare him to the rest of the rookies. But at the same time, Traylon Burks is not going to be well, like these guys. And Danny says that too. All the other rookies don't have the pressure and didn't have their draft day overshadowed by AJ. It's time for Traylon to be Traylon and go to work. So there isn't a single rookie that was drafted in this class that's going to start all 17 games for the Titans like Traylon Burks is expected to do. So they, they're able to take things more, they're able to be more careful with Burks. They're able to take things slow with him because they know once he's ramped up, he's going to have a full season to work with. He's going to have a huge workload this season. He's going to be relied upon early in the season, especially as Robert Woods comes back from his ACL injury. I, I just think we need to take some time, let Traylon Burks you know, get, so, get some experience under his belt, and then we can judge him once training camp comes around. I would like to see him on the field more. I, I would yeah. like to see less of the videos of him leaving drills and leaving practice early. But I think that's going to come with some time. I don't think it's time to overreact and hit the panic button. Yeah, Corey just uh, quoting the great Allen Iverson. We talk about practice, not a game, not a game. Practice. Practice. It's but practice. I, I do think practice is important because Traylon Burks needs that practice time to get on the same page with Ryan Tannehill because Julio Jones did not have practice to time to get on the same page with Ryan Tannehill, and it hurt the Titans in the season. So I did see this comment uh, from Brandon. He says, I like both videos, but the Big Jeff video gets him more excited. We will play both the Big Jeff video and the Derrick Henry video later on in the show here uh, today. But let's ask this question, Jack, because you you brought this up. You said you mentioned this in passing to Zach, I guess, last week when I yes. was out. But is Traylon Burks under the most pressure of any Titans first-round rookie ever? Is Traylon Burks under the most pressure of any Titans first-round rookie ever? I, I think this is an interesting question and the conversation to dive into. And we've got uh, the data and the, the first-round picks to compare uh, Traylon Burke's pressure too, but real quick, let me tell you guys about Wilson County Hyundai, wilsoncountyhyundai.com. They are where you need to turn to for your new vehicle in Lebanon, which means no downtown prices, no city prices, no gouging you with the price tag there in Lebanon with Wilson County Hyundai. Also Payne Bone and his team, family owned and operated Wilson County Hyundai is in Lebanon. They take care of you. They find the right ride for you and get you what you need to have and also work with your finances because it's all about flexibility. It's all about getting you the car that you need for your life and being comfortable with it at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Here's a sports book that you will be comfortable with. BetMGM. Download the BetMGM Sportsbook app. Use promo code A to Z Sports. You see it on your screen. Type it in just like that. A-T-O-Z Sports and you'll receive a risk-free bet up to $1,000. There's going to be more basketball tonight. There's going to be more hockey. The NHL playoffs, NBA playoffs in full swing. The MLB regular season. We're in the dog days. Dog days of the MLB schedule. I'm, I'm hoping my Braves can turn it around. They've been an injured group, but I think it's coming. It's just like last year. But download the BetMGM app. Use promo code A to Z Sports. Get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Place it on whatever you'd like. Like I mentioned, MLB, NHL, NBA, whatever you want to do. Put it on whatever game you'd like. If you win, that's extra money in your account. If you lose, don't worry about it. You still have your same initial deposit. So new users, make sure you download the BetMGM app. Use promo code A to Z Sports to cash in on a risk-free bet up to $1,000. All right, live here on a Friday, Jack in for the uh, ill with the flu, uh, Zach Bingham. Zach not having his Jordan flu game this week. He is resting his voice to be back next week. Uh, but Jack Gentry in for him. So the question, is Traylon Burks under the most pressure of any Titans first round rookie ever. So Jack, I'm going to send you the comment section yeah. to see, let's get an early feel before I go through the other first round picks that we have to, to, to choose from here. I want uh, you to kind of go through what the people are saying out of the gates first. Yeah. And if you say no, also reply with who you think was the rookie that was under the most pressure. Yeah. If it's not Traylon Burks. And I, I think rookie is important, mm -hmm. right? So Levante says no, Steven says no, Danny says Mariota. Donnie D agrees with him. Mariota was under more pressure. Um, Non-QB, yes, says Titans Kyle. Uh, we've got VY. Stephen King says VY was under a lot of pressure, replacing Steve McNair. Um, I would say to Kendall Wright, 
had a lot of pressure and he was a bust. Well, he, he wasn't a thousand. He did have a thousand yard receiving season. Yeah, but that was a thousand yard season when the Titans sucked and they yeah, were throwing that, the ball a lot. Yes, but still, it's not a common single season number to put up for the Tennessee Titans, at least yeah. uh, over their history in Tennessee. Hot Doobie says, no, Eddie. My guy, Eddie Cardona, says, yes, he's got big shoes to fill. Obviously, a part of that A.J. Brown trade. David Haynes says no. Um, Deborah says no. Capital yes, says Will Dotson. And he's got the exclamation point. You know what that exclamation point means to me, Will Dotson. Yeah. Um, no, Roy Wright says Mariota because fans, you, you know, they trust him to save the franchise. Dylan Cook says yes, easily. Uh, Max agrees, yes. Karen says no. Chris says yes. I would, the, these no's need to have who was under more pressure, right? Uh, Josh says no, Mariota. Um, Ed, no. Ethan, yes. Not Traylon. It was Mariota. So we're getting a lot of Mariotas here. Uh, and there's a there's a key there's a key theme with Mariota comments. Savior, mm-hmm. savior of the franchise. I've seen that I think four times. It's the same savior word. So Jack, let's go through the Titans. Uh, first round picks because I, I categorized the first round picks pre-draft in mm-hmm. in you know at levels of success or not or in, in success so here are the uh five first round picks the Titans have signed to second contracts right Lawan Derek Morgan Chris Johnson Michael Griffin Keith Bullock and Jeffrey Simmons will be the sixth right these guys are unequivocally hits but I don't think any of these guys, are facing the same type of pressure in their rookie year that Traylon Burks is under. Like Taylor, uh, Taylor Lewan was the third tackle when he was drafted. He ended up playing a lot as a rookie, but he was the third tackle when he was drafted. Derek Morgan, I believe, tore his ACL uh, before his rookie season. Uh, I think that's correct. Chris Johnson had a really good rookie year, but he was not under a ton of pressure because – he split time with Lindell White. That was smash and dash when they both had a thousand yards, I believe. Mm-hmm. Michael Griffin, well, I don't think he was under a bunch of pressure, but the Titans had a good defense at that time. And Keith Bullock was on a great team. Jeffrey Simmons wasn't under a lot of pressure as a rookie because he tore his ACL and was coming off of that. So those are that crop, right? Do you do you agree that Burks has more rookie pressure than all six of these guys? Yes, I do. Um, w- when you look at the guys kind of drafted from Jake Locker in 2011. Oh, oh, oh. Let, let's 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 not get ahead. I want to stick to these six right here. Okay, with sticking to these six, all simple right. answer, yes. He's got more pressure okay. than all of them. So now we've got the, the guys who signed second deals elsewhere in the NFL. Corey Davis had a ton of pressure on him in 2017. Yeah, absolutely. But again, he, he was coming into a team that hadn't had a lot of success over the last decade. The expectations well, let's think to about win this. and produce well, immediately weren't exactly there. Let's think about this. The 2017 draft was after the first nine and seven year. So it, different, different uh, expectations from the team success, no doubt. But Corey Davis was under a ton of pressure because he was the fifth overall pick expected to start on a team that had a winning record. Right. That that was the good, not great, or, or we're, we're good. Let's get to great. Right. Yeah, that so, was the night. That was the next year. Cause Corey the Davis, the, uh, good to great was, I want to say Mike Vrabel's first or second off season. Okay. Either way, the Titans were making a push to become a playoff contender, yeah. which they have turned into over the last five years, Yes, but they weren't great looking to get to a super bowl. So I think Traylon Burks is going to still come with more pressure despite being picked later in the first round than Corey Davis was at five overall. Yeah. Adoree Jackson um, was under pressure, but not, I think Burke's under more pressure. Mm-hmm. Jack Conklin was forced to start, but he was on a bad team. That was when the Titans had the first overall pick. They were the worst team in football when Jack Conklin was drafted. So not as much pressure as Burke's Albert Hainsworth, again, drafted into a great situation uh, in 20, in 2002 and Javon curse, I don't think anybody really ex- like expected him to have as badass of a season that he ended up having. Mm-hmm. So, but still didn't have that pressure on him, a part of that great defense. But he was a difference maker on that team, no doubt. All right. So, other guys who had small second chances. This is where Mariota is. Rashawn <clears throat> Evans didn't have a ton of pressure. Kendall Wright, not near the pressure of Burks. Kenny Britt was the 30th overall pick, not near 
the pressure on Burks either. But hmm. Marcus Mariota, I think, is the difference here. How do you feel about the Mariota conversation with Burks? Uh, you know, Mariota, there, there were a lot of expectations for Mariota, but I don't necessarily know that he was, you know, Titans fans were counting on him to win and get to the playoffs in his rookie season. Expectations right. for Mariota was different. I, I just want to see, I rookie. Just see that he's capable. Yes. Right. It's I just the rookie year. Yeah. And it, yeah, that's important. Not the first four years with the team, just that rookie season. These players were with the Titans. These after these players were drafted by the Titans. That's what we're looking at this year with, with Traylon Burks this season. So Mariota was under pressure. There's no doubt. The pressure the front office was under to make sure Mariota would hit. Uh, that that was a lot of pressure as well because the Titans hadn't found a quarterback. Um, Jake Locker in 2011 uh, wasn't the answer there, and you know they 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 tried a handful of different guys. Zach Mettenberger made a stint with the Titans. Made a starting stint with the Titans. Thing he started 10 games, which shows how bad the Titans were down. Um, in the, in those 2010, 2010, 20 years. Yeah. Um, so Mariota is an interesting one. Uh, I think Kenny Britt's actually an interesting one. I, I don't think that he should be immediately written off just because how good the team he was joining was. Yeah. Cause that was after the 10 and 0 start year, the number one seed year, right. Which is basically what, uh, Kenny, what, you know, yeah. Traylon Burks is coming into the difference is Traylon Burks is replacing a guy that was traded away at his position, who was a bona fide star. And Kenny Britt was coming in to be the number one on a receiving core led by Justin Gage, Roy Dell Williams, and Eric Moulds. Eric Moulds. Bills, Bills and Titans. Great. Eric Moulds. All right. So more, I don't think Jake Locker had more pressure than Traylon Burks because Jake Locker didn't have to start out of the gates mm -hmm. his rookie year because Matt Hasselbeck was the bridge quarterback. So I don't think anybody on this list has more had more pressure than uh, Traylon Burks. And then I think Vince Young is also an interesting one too. Uh, but Vince Young didn't have to start from the very beginning. So I, I truly believe Jack that Traylon Burks has the most pressure of any first round rookie the Titans have drafted I, I, in, in, in their rookie season. Like that's all we're focusing on is rookie season. Cause he has the team has high expectations. Burks has to have higher expectations because of who he's replacing in the immediacy that it needs to happen. So for me, there, there are four guys that you brought up that I think, make uh, you know are in the conversation for the rookie that, that was under the most pressure um in, in titans draft history keith bullock's where i'll start in okay. 2000 i'll go chronologically for you so 2000 the titans draft keith, keith bullock in the first round it's the first draft pick they make after losing uh, in the super bowl to the rams by a yard so uh but, but keith bullock again he started one game in his rookie season he didn't jump into that defense and turn into the Pro Bowl caliber player that we knew him as later on in his career. But so so his rookie, the rookie pressure wasn't really that steep for, for Keith Bullock. He, he didn't have to overcome a lot of expectations. Um, Vince Young is next in 2006, replacing the great Steve McNair. It's not an easy task. Mm -hmm. and, and with the quarterbacks that were uh, being discussed in that draft class, Matt Leinert, uh, Vince Young, Jay Cutler were the top three taken. You had to make sure you got the right one. And after the rookie season with VY in Tennessee, it looks like they had the right one. But he started 13 games, went 8-5 and five as a starter. But again, the Titans were coming off a 4-12 and 12 year. So I don't know that the pressure to win immediately was there for Vince Young. Well, it wasn't because he didn't start the first five games of the season. And if you remember in that Vince Young rookie year when he won rookie of the year, deservingly the Titans started 0 and five with Kerry Collin. Then Vince Young came in. I believe Washington was his first start. Yeah. And I don't think it was his first win, but I think they, they lost his first start. Then they won and they ended up being eight and eight miss out on the playoffs. Barely. After starting 0 and five, you talk about pressure. There's zero pressure when you're, yeah, a, it was, coming it was house a, money. An 0 and five start. Right. And so Sin City Titan says, uh, sorry, wrong comment. Sin City Titan says Traylon has zero pressure. This is just media hype. That no, is not true. That's false, Sin City Titan. Like you are outside your mind if you think Traylon Burks has zero pressure because of what the situation is. It's not his fault, but that's just what it is. 
Yeah, no, no, I'm with you. And to, to move forward, my, my next guy is Kenny Britton, 2009. You mentioned he was the 30th overall pick. Drafted late in the first round. Expectations aren't as high. But again, the Titans were coming off a divisional title, 13-3. and three. They were the number one seed. And like, like this year, like last year's number one seed Titans, they lost in the divisional round. Um, so it's and Derek Mason was gone in 04. So the Titans had kind of been waiting around for four or five years. The, anybody would do at that point. So, so yeah. Kenny Britt, who actually had a good rookie season, I don't think the pressure was necessarily at Traylon Burks' level. Well, because Traylon Burks is expected to be wide receiver one. Because C- Caesar says disagree. Burks has players around him. Tanny, he, Tanny, Woods, Henry. Marcus was the sole player that we all expected to carry the team as rookie. Yeah, but, but there were no expectations on the Car- team. Carry them to what? Seven wins? So, no, but... Uh, but I mean, they they won two games. They won yeah. less games Mariota's rookie year than the year before. And, like and they that, were the second worst team when they drafted Mariota. They were the worst team when Mariota uh, was rookie year. Yeah. Now it, that team, that roster blew. Mm-hmm. It was so bad. Was In the terrible. old Titans facility that they updated, there were pictures on the walls of like team photos, and you would go to that twenty. I guess it was the twenty fifteen team. And that that roster was absolute garbage. Oh, it's so bad. I mean, the, the Titans were in the middle of the Ken Wisenhunt era, which was rock bottom for the for the franchise since they moved to Tennessee. Mariota, you mentioned he started twelve games, but the team sucked around him, so he went three and nine in his twelve starts. And just you know, coming off of brutally tough seasons like they were, two win seasons, three win seasons. The expectations to to win, the expectations were a lot lower for Mariota. Yeah, they wanted to see improvement and they wanted to find a quarterback for the future. But in his rookie year, I don't think the expectations to win were anything like Traylon Burks. No, they were not. They were not. And so, I if we're ranking like rookie Titans first round picks who had the most pressure in their rookie year alone, I think it's Burks one. I didn't put Corey Davis two. And then I put Mariota third. And VY Cor- four? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd maybe, yeah. I, I think I would swap VY and Mariota. I I think that's arguable. That's yeah. fair. I'm Just not going to like. Replacing Steve McNair. Yeah. I'm not going to put up a fight on that. But Mariota was, st- Mariota started week one. Vince Young did not. So I think there was more pressure on V on, on, on Mariota. But here's so, the difference. But I, I think, I think with, with Corey Davis, is like he was the fifth overall pick, but we have to remember that was on a fifth overall pick team in the Titans. That was the Rams Jared Goff trade that they picked Corey Davis with. The Titans had the 18th pick. They just missed the playoffs because Mariota broke his leg Christmas Eve in Jacksonville. That they so I, I think Corey Davis had a lot of expectations to come in and be wide receiver one, uh, just like Traylon Burks, but. Corey Davis did not have a Pro Bowl wide receiver mm-hmm. star to replace. Burks does. In the NFL and in professional sports in general, when trades go down, there has to be a winner and there has to be a loser. Now, whether that's determined after one year or four years or eight years, that's still going to be the case. There's going to be a winner and there's going to be a loser to every single trade, most likely. Like the Titans, the last time the Eagles and Titans did business, the Titans won the trade. They got Dennis Kelly for Doriel Green-Beckham. This time around, it's going to be tough. Uh, You you trade A.J. Brown, who spent three years in Tennessee and looked the part of a star receiver and a top 10 receiver in the league for Traylon Burks, a rookie, an unproven guy, an unknown commodity out of Arkansas. Sure, you liked what you saw against the SEC competition, but that doesn't necessarily mean he's going to ball out in the NFL. So he's always going to have the cloud over his head. and. If A.J. Brown goes out in Philadelphia, and I know a lot of Titans fans want to move on from the A.J. Brown situation, yeah, and, and I do too, but the fact of the matter is when you talk about Traylon Burks, there's always going to be that dark cloud of A.J. Brown hovering above you. If A.J. Brown goes out in Philadelphia and has a 1,200-yard year, catches 15 touchdowns, and the Eagles win the division and, and, and make a run in the playoffs, then you, know, you, you start to wonder whether or not the trade was worth it. Because while A.J. Brown had those knee issues, had the chest injury last year, has missed some time in the last two seasons, you still knew what you were getting out of him for a regular season as long as he was on the field. Traylon Burks, you don't know that yet. And obviously the early returns aren't strong, but they're still very early. It's still very early in the offseason. Traylon Burks is coming in 
not just to replace AJ, but Julio Jones also left this past offseason. Robert Woods is coming off an ACL injury. Yeah. The workload that Traylon Burks is going to have to jump in and, and, and assume his first week in the, in the regular season, week one of the regular season, Traylon Burks will be a pivotal piece of this offense. And, and you know, he's going to be a guy that's probably going to decide whether decide whether or not the Titans can win the AFC South again. That's just that's just the fact of the matter. Traylon Burks is going to be counted on heavily. The expectations are already there. That's mm-hmm. why we see such heavy scrutiny just from him leaving drills early this early. But again, and, and the positive thing is that's uh, I think it was Lee that just joined. The positive thing is that Traylon Burks, uh, the Titans posted this last night, and you know it's a good thing to see. He flashes the ability that you're looking to see from Burks. And I believe that's Caleb Farley in the yellow jersey that he caught it over. Uh, <laughs> the guy, the guys in yellow, I'll play it one more time. The guys in yellow are players who are recovering from injuries uh, whenever they do team drills like that. And so I believe that's Farley right there. And I think yeah. that's Christian Fulton and the other one right there too with his helmet off. But yeah, so I, I think um, it's good to see that from Traylon Burks. That's the ability that that's what you that's what the Titans were trying to sell with the Traylon Perks Burks pick. That this guy in the comps throughout the draft process were AJ Brown. That this guy has the same type of ability that or same stylistic play that AJ Brown has. Can we see it? And I am I'm, I'm encouraged to see that last night. I don't you know nobody the video, the media wasn't there to see what happened, but I'm looking forward to Wednesday to seeing another opportunity uh, to see what Traylon Burks can do. Uh, and I think some of the pressure that is going to be there for Traylon Burks, we haven't really discussed, right? He was the sixth receiver taken in this rookie class. This is supposed yeah. to be a phenomenal rookie class of wide receivers. Can he live up to maybe it's, what Garrett Wilson does in New but York? But it's the situation that he's in, right? Because Garrett Wilson's going to the Jets who blow. Right, uh, who else? Uh, was oh, that? Drake London in Atlanta, you, yeah, got Jahan Dotson in Washington, like Olave in New Orleans, yeah, right. There's bad teams, Burks. Like, well, New Burks Orleans is, is not a terrible team, but yeah, but but the Titans should be should finish ahead of the Saints when it comes yes. to record yes. in the regular season. So, there's obviously an immense amount of pressure on Burks to perform, not just in his rookie season, but almost immediately in his rookie season. It's going to be tough, he's got a whole offseason to not only get in shape which he needs to do, but build that chemistry with Ryan Tannehill. And Ryan yeah. Tannehill's not going to have time just to focus on Burks, right? He's got to figure out – he's got to take extra time to work with Hooper. He's got to take extra time to work with Kyle Phillips. He's got to take extra time to work with Robert Woods and Chigo Conklu because he hasn't thrown a single pass to any of those dudes. In games, yes. No, that's a good point. Uh, and I will say this, just a little nugget. We talked about this the other day. I like where the Ryan Tannehill-Austin Hooper – connections at right now in may that's a good thing right that's positive that looked good on tuesday out there we'll be back on the field on wednesday all right jack that was just one video that i think titans fans got to drool over last night other videos Derek henry workout video jeffrey simmons workout video we'll play both of those and ask who will have a bigger season between Derek henry or big jeff simmons but first let me tell everybody about the Bone and Joint, oh, wrong graphic. The Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination when it comes uh, to orthopedic and sports medicine care. Uh, they take care of you just like they take care of us. I, I have a shoulder issue every once in a while. I go to the Bone and Joint Institute, they take care of it. Uh, Dr. Arthur, who fixed my knee up about a dozen years ago, he is at the Bone and Joint Institute. Zach goes to the Bone and Joint Institute as well whenever ailments creep up in life because life happens and injuries happen in life. Make sure you know where to turn when you do get hurt because it sucks. You want to get back to recovery. The Bone and Joint Institute can absolutely do that for you. Boneandjointtn.org. After the show ends, I need you guys to download the BetMGM Sportsbook app. And not, not I, just, I don't need just everybody to do it. But if you're into sports betting, this is the app for you. If you don't have this app on your phone, you're doing it wrong. I promise you that. The selection is unbeatable. It's easy to navigate. And with our promo code ATOZ Sports that you see on your screen, A to Z Sports, for new users, you can get a risk-free bet up to $1,000 as long as you plug that promo code in. Risk-free bet up to $1,000. Bet it on whatever you'd like, whatever game you'd like, whatever player prop you'd like. It can be on anything. You hit that bet, you get extra money on top of the money that you originally put into your account. You lose that risk-free bet, and it's risk-free. Risk-free. No you, sweat. 
you don't lose any money. You, you, you stick with the same amount of money you initially deposited. So make sure to take advantage of this awesome offer on BetMGM with promo code ATOZ Sports. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only new customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification, eligible requirements, rewards issued. It's now with your free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days. For problem game support, call Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. Uh, Jack, we got uh, a couple other videos from Derek Henry and Big Jeff Simmons yesterday too. Uh, this, I think, better Derek Henry workout video than the first one we saw from Henry because this involved sprinting up a steep hill, cutting off of surgically repaired foot. Here's Henry again. And that's a pretty steep berm there, I guess, there at SMU. I think Derrick Henry could run up a hill, run a mile uphill. A faster, mile. Than I, uh, faster than I could run a mile just on, on flat ground, maybe even downslope. Derrick Henry, I mean, he no matter what surface he's on, the guy's tearing it up. He looked great. That looked like it was at Ole Miss, by the way. Uh, no, dude, read it again. That is not Ole Miss. Are you sure? Yes, I'm 1,000% positive. Derrick Henry does not train in the offseason. Well, where was it? Where was the, the stadium? I it's saw SMU. It's SMU. Okay, Mustangs. That makes sense then. Because Why he's in, SMU. Huh? He, oh, he's always in Dallas. Where have you been? Derrick Henry works out in Dallas with look, our guy I, Melvin Sanders right there. I don't have Derrick Henry. You don't. That's not, look that Melvin Sanders is who works I, out Derrick Henry. He's Bay Head of Dallas, Texas. Where have you been? This is like common knowledge at this point. Is it? Is Titans it common fans. knowledge though? Yes. Uh, okay. Well, I have to turn my AJ or uh, excuse me, Derrick Henry Snapchat notifications. You remember last year when he was catching passes in the? In, he was in an indoor facility at, at SMU and uh, and came out. And we had like, he had videos of him catching pass out of the backfield at SMU's indoor place. Your memory is stronger than mine. I just I guess I was just hoping that it was at Ole Miss. Why why the hell would he be in Oxford, Mississippi? I'm closer than Dallas to Nashville. I don't know. Why am I supposed to know where Derrick Henry is in the, in, throughout the offseason? I'm you sorry. You could probably fly to Dallas faster than drive to, to Ole Miss. Yeah, come on. David Haynes, you're right. It's not common knowledge. Get yes, out. it is. Get out of here. Miss I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have gotten a lot. I have been, I've gotten a lot of viral videos off of uh, watching Derrick Henry Instagram stories the last three offseason. I've got a lot of pressure on me to know where Derrick Henry trains in the offseason. You're right about that, <laughs> Derrick. <laughs> yeah. But the video looked good. Let's talk about the actual video, please. Yes. The, the video looked great. I, I mean, the, the surgically repaired foot you you hope is not an issue. You, you know, you don't think it is. It's a fluke injury. It's not like tearing your ACL or tearing your Achilles. It's not something that's going to linger. It's not something that you're going to have to overcompensate with once football actually starts to where maybe you're favoring that foot more than the other. I I, I like that he he got healthy in time to, to participate in the playoff game. Didn't look like himself. But again, how could you expect Derrick Henry to look like his normal self? after 10 weeks on the shelf with a foot injury, really his first significant injury mm -hmm. throughout his career. So, uh, you know, he's got a full offseason to work on this thing. I think it's going to be fine. He looks fine in that video. Derrick Henry workout videos always make the hair on my arm stand up. I don't know what it is about him. I just love seeing him work. Um, so, so obviously that's a great sign heading into this offseason. Yeah, no doubt. And like, you know, the cutting all off of that surgically repaired foot makes you feel good. Uh, about Derrick Henry. I'm just glad he found a different hill in Dallas that wasn't like on the side of the interstate uh, where he was training last year. Tractor Cito just needed a couple new wheels. He, he he should be good to go. Then there's Big Jeff. <laughs> that was awesome i don't know how many pounds that was but i assume it's a lot that was seven points let me do weight room math i haven't it's been a long time since i've had to do weight room math i love the jeffrey simmons workout videos that we're getting now it's not like aaron donald's training with knives and i know the knives are fake but it still looks pretty cool uh simmons looked pretty spry with, with that with that move off the end there to to beat the uh the trainer and get to the back so Jeffrey Simmons, it's a huge year for him. He's going to get paid next year, especially if he performs this year. Maybe has a career year this year. 
next to Danico Autry and Bud Dupree and Harold yeah. Landry up there. 675. That that's the seven points plus the trap bar. 675. That's like four Kyle Phillipses. It's way more than four Kyle Phillipses. No, right? 675 divided by 189 is ah, it's three and a half Kyle Phillipses. Three and a half Kyle Phillipses. Okay. Okay. So yeah, it's it's a lot of weight, no matter no matter how many Kyle Phillipses, whatever the trans or the conversion rate to Kyle Phillips weight is. I mean, I think the I think that bar is also a standard 40. Hold it back on my leg, right? There you go. There you go. Yeah, I'm pretty, I love grunts too. Yeah, just mm. yeah. I mean, he, that's that's beast right there. That's beast. Yeah, I, I yeah. will say though, nobody likes the loud guy at, at the gym, right? Nobody likes the loud guy grunting at the gym. If but you're if you're is, if you're deadlifting 675 pounds, then nobody cares. At Planet Fitness, they would pull the lunk alarm on on Jeff. I don't know if Planet Fitness has 14 45 pound plates to be able to put on that damn bar. <laughs> But what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Tell Jeffrey Simmons to put a shirt on? No, you can't do it because he's Jeffrey Simmons and he'll break you in half. Yeah. <laughs> Quentin Spain, you're in trouble this year, buddy. Did he grunt for the camera? That's that. That's uh, Ben says he clearly grunted for the camera. I don't know, man. I a think showmanship uh, out of Big Jeff. I like it. Yes. And Josh says, are those actual 45 pound points? Yeah. I mean, yes. I've seen those exact plates that kind of like fit into each other like a puzzle. That's that, that's absolutely that's absolutely seven forty-five pound plates on each side. Jimbo says play it again. That's fine. We can play it again. It honestly looks like it. Hold on. It looks like he might have a small plate on the outside of the right side of the bar. You think he was going for an even seven hundo? Yeah. Hold on. I'm going to see if I can, I'm going to see if I can take a screenshot of this and zoom it in. This may be a, a conversation for later on this off season, but I think I'm taking Jeffrey Simmons. If the entire Titans roster had a Royal rumble fight to the death. Jeffrey Simmons is going to be my pick. Who on that roster is going up toe-to-toe with Big Jeff? I mean, maybe one of the O-linemen, but he, I don't think Taylor Lewan has that same nasty that he had in his first four seasons of the tie. I think Big Jeff has the nastiness to win a Royal Rumble fight to the death. I don't know. What do y'all think, comments? Who would you take in a Royal Rumble, a Royal Rumble um, for, from all, anybody on the Titans roster? I'm taking Big Jeff. Derrick Henry is a good pick. I see Drew saying Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is a great pick. But big Jeff, man. Oh, I don't know how right. you go against them. All right. I, I think I think if you look on the very outside of the right of his right side, I think there's a small plate, a smaller plate on the out. Do you see it? No, I'm just laughing that we're zooming in on big. Do big you see Jeff. it though? Um, I think it's there. I don't know. I haven't been in a gym in months. You probably have a better <laughs> idea. You have a better idea than I do. I I think there might be like another 10 or a 25 pound plate on the outside of that it's okay i I mean if if there is then that means it's it's just about 700 it probably said probably says you can't see the outside you can you can kind of see a little bit of a smaller on the outside of that far side david says inconclusive yeah there's not a there's not distinct lee says yeah there's a 25 out there there's there's not enough video evidence to overturn the call on the field uh, Brett says enhance. <laughs> enhance. We can't zoom any further than this. This I, is our no, zoom. That, I mean, I, I can, I can. <laughs> Nobody wants you to, though. Uh, Why that, not? Uh, uh, what are we zooming in on? Is the question. Uh, the 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 pound the weights. Oh, sure, 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 sure. All right, let let's it's, see what we got it's here. The weights. It's the weights. We're trying to get a little bit enhanced here. I'm seeing some good answers for the Royal Rumble question, by the yeah. way. Rabel, after after hitting the bag the other day. Rabel. I think there's a 25 on the outside of that. It does. Uh, yeah, you can kind of see. There's a 25 on the outside of that. 
What an eagle so, eye you have. Updated weight. Beneath updated, your carrots. Updated weight, 725. 725. All right. So uh, well let's let's run with that. Breaking news. A to Z sports. Jeffrey Simmons deadlifts 725 while grunting at the gym. Uh that's now, a big David sport. says da- uh, Eddie says Austin, that bar has handles as well. So it weighs in at 60 pounds. Does it? I thought I thought that trap bar was still 45 pounds, just like other barbells. Uh, but maybe not. Could be a weight lock as well. Probably. Okay, 700 pounds. 700 pounds is is what Big Jeff was... We're getting was to the bottom of this. <laughs> yeah, we are. All right, so let's get to our question. Do we expect Derrick Henry or Jeffrey Simmons to have a bigger season? It's a good question. It's a good... They, they need big seasons out of both of these guys, really. I mean, one having a good season without the other probably spells an early exit in the postseason again for the Titans, right? You, you need both of these guys. I think Jeffrey Simmons is the most important part of the Titans defense. And I think Derrick Henry is is in his health and, and just how much he has left in the tank, if he's still in his prime, is the biggest part to this Titans offense. Running the football is the Titans offensive identity. He's going to have two new offensive linemen to run behind. But Derrick Henry, whether or not he can still break off tackles and hit that top speed you know, on the outside once he's loose in the open field, that's going to decide how how this Titans offense can perform because Ryan Tannehill has absolutely he's a ton of pressure just like Traylon Burks does mm-hmm. he's a ton of pressure to perform this season in the passing game but Derrick Henry has the opportunity to make that make make those guys lives a little bit easier on him by coming out and showing that he's still the the, the top running back in the NFL he's still the top dog I know Jonathan Taylor is a threat to his throne but Derrick Henry until until proven otherwise is still the NFL's best running back it took JT damn near three, four weeks to pass Derrick Henry's rushing numbers last year after the King went down. Do we think both Henry and Jeff Simmons will be all pro players this season? Yes. Yeah. I I think, I think again, you, you have to, you have to assume that way, especially with Derrick Henry. I mean, Jeffrey Simmons, sure. He's one of the game's best defensive players under 25 years old. Pro football focus just came out with a list. I believe they had, had him at third the third best defender under 25 years old. Derrick Henry's, I understand the foot injury is, is a question mark, right? And it, and a lot of people around the league think that that's the, the beginning of the end for Derrick Henry and dominating the NFL like he has in years past. I don't necessarily think that way. It's a fluke injury. It's a tiny bone in your foot. It happened to anybody. It's not going to linger. That's not going to, it's not an issue that's going to repeat itself. Hopefully I'm not a knock on wood, but it's not an issue that should pop up again for Derek, the rest of Derek. Should not. No, from what we heard from, <clears throat> excuse me, from Dr. Jeff Watson, the foot and ankle specialist with the Bony Joint Institute, it, it should, everything should be fine for Derek Henry because he's now had another five months of recovery uh, with the bone. So now, yeah. now the Titans may be careful with his workload and Jonathan Taylor may get more work this season, which could, you know, put him to that all pro, all pro running back level. But Derrick Henry is going to have an opportunity to do it again. I, but I, mean, I, I don't think the workload is is would be because of the foot injury. I think it's just a natural maturation of Derrick Henry's career. After having 500 touches a season, it's time to you know yeah. back it off a little bit, especially to open the season up. Right, exactly. A to Z Sports here live <clears throat> on this Friday. I think Big Jeff has a bigger year. I just think his trajectory – is just so insane. I, I I just think he's gonna become he's not gonna have the recognition of Aaron Donald, obviously, but I think he is going to be that level of disruptor uh for the Titans defense as Aaron Donald is for the Rams. So I and I don't think he's gonna win defensive player of the year just because he doesn't have that recognition. But that's the type of player I think Jeffrey Simmons will start to become this season. I mean, he basically started to become it last year too. He's going to earn a lot of money if, if you're right about that. And he's also got Danico Autry to work with along on the yeah. inside. Uh, Bud Dupree's had a full off season. He should be a lot better than he was last year. And he was still pretty disruptive last season. So, and you still have Harold Landry. Everybody's going to be double teaming Harold Landry. Jeffrey Simmons is going to have some opportunities to make some plays in the backfield. We know he's great <laughs> to run games. He can, he can get after the quarterback. We saw it in that video. He's agile. He's quick while being big. So yeah, I mean, we focused on him deadlifting 700 pounds three times, but we didn't really focus on how violent his hands were mm-hmm. on the first two pass rush drills. 
Absolutely. And it's, it's, it's insane because Jeffrey, Jeffrey Simmons is a five tool defensive lineman, right? Talk about your five tool baseball player. You need the arm, you need the bat, you need the glove, whatever else the other five star, whatever else the other two tools are. I'm not too, totally sure. Can't pull them off the top of my head right now, but Jeffrey Simmons has everything you need to become a, to be an all pro defensive tackle. I, I mean, he's the most athletic defensive tackle probably in the entire AFC. Uh, if it wasn't for Aaron Donald, it would probably be the NFL. What what are the uh, five tools for baseball players? Hitting with average, hitting with power, power, fielding, fielding, throwing, uh, and is, what's five? Is, is is speed five? I think speed's five. Is it base stealing? I don't know if it's or just or just overall speed. I, I want to say it's speed. Um, if you buy me some time, we'll we'll get the correct answer here. Five uh, tools for baseball players. Five tools for baseball players. Let's see. What do we got? What do we got? It's got to be speed, right? Speed, batting average, batting power, catch, like fielding and throwing, right? Google is letting me down. Yeah, I think we're right, though. I I do think we're right. Hitting for hitting for power, hitting for average, speed, glove, arm, arm. There we go. Agility, speed. One of the two. It's definitely one of those two. Agility slash speed. So there's six I need, tools. I, I need to watch Moneyball one more time just to, just to get a quick refresher. <laughs> All right. It is Esports here live on this Friday. Let's wrap this week up with Ain't That Good News. Share your good news with us. We want to hear it, and uh, we'll share our good news with you for the week. But first, let me tell you guys about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Zach uh, got the flu this week, so he had to use Farm Bureau Health Plans, and he said he loved it. It was great. It helped him out a lot, and he'll actually talk about that Tuesday when he comes back. I know because he told me about it earlier in the week. Farm Bureau Health Plans, better coverage, better rates, better service. Learn more about a plan for you at fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. Uh, Zach's saving over 20% on his health coverage from his previous plan. Uh, Jack's also a member of the Farm Bureau Health Club family uh, as well. You can too. Walk into one of the 200-plus locations across the state or just go to the website, fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. Set up your call or Zoom there uh, as well to get started. Uh, fbhp.com slash ATOZ Farm Bureau Health Plans. Yes, download the BetMGM Sportsbook app as well. If you have an iPhone, download this app. You need this app on your phone if you're into sports betting. Uh, Maybe if you're just interested, download it. Look at some lines. See how it works before jumping in. But when you do decide to jump in and sign up at BetMGM, make sure you use promo code A to Z Sports. ATOZ Sports gets you a risk-free bet up to $1,000 upon your initial deposit. You can bet that risk-free bet on whatever you'd like. If you win it, you get extra money put into your account. If you lose it, nothing happens to your account. You have the same amount that you started with. It's a risk-free bet. They want you to win. They want you to get off to a good start. So download the BetMGM app and use this promo code A to Z Sports for a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right. Time for good news. Ain't that good news to wrap up our week on a Friday uh, let's see. Brandon kicks us off. My wife is cancer free. Just finished thirty treatments yes. of radiation, and is not uh, and is not on her last phase of chemo pill till next week for six months due to her being so young. So, uh, Brandon, congratulations to you and your wife. Great That's news, Brandon. News. Absolutely fantastic news. That is more than good news, right there. Zach Goodman says, "Good news. Looks like the rain is gone. Finally, get the new his uh, pit boss pellet grill." Ooh, what you cooking, Zach? I need to know what meat you're smoking. Yes, uh, Corey just says, what is baseball? <laughs> Meat smoking season. <laughs> Come on. We got right. the Nashville Stars are coming soon. Let's turn the, the Nashville Stars. Get the hell out of here with that. The Nashville Stars, that is a fraud. Uh, oh. More good news. The positive vibes only Friday. Good news. Uh, taking a short trip to the uh, to the country to unplug, no cell service or Wi-Fi. Enjoy Strike. it. right, Eldon, what's up, man? He says, the high school soccer team he coaches in Knoxville made it to sub-state for the first time in school history. Congratulations. Man, there's a lot of really good. Big Eldon. Alonzo, caught the guy who broke into my car. <laughs> Ooh, I'm sure he had hell to pay. <clears throat> Kyle, cards and collectible store opens next Thursday in Springfield, Tennessee. Good news. Oh, your store. That's plug cool. It. Plug it, Kyle. That's pretty sweet. Uh, Aaron says, my good news is it has a great workout yesterday at Planet Fitness. 
uh, and going to be hot this Memorial Day weekend. I wonder if Aaron can uh, yeah. <laughs> deadlift as much as or half of what Jeffrey Simmons was doing. I doubt that Aaron has the lung alarm pulled <clears> No, on. I don't think anybody seconds. watching the show can deadlift 700 pounds. Mm-hmm. Orlando, good news. Wife graduated medical school. Bad news. Now I have to take her to Italy like I promised, and I'm not prepared for that hit to the bank account. Uh, you got to so enjoy you- that, though. So, Orlando, you promised your wife that when she graduated medical school, you'd go to Italy? One, that's great. Mm-hmm. Two, congratulations to your wife. Three, just go do it. Make it, make the trip. Mm-hmm. I told my, I told Jack this morning, my brother texted me this morning and said, hey, what's going on? And I'm like, what's up? What are you doing? He's like, I'm in Florence, Italy. <laughs> He's text mom and dad to download the WhatsApp so you can make a text. So. My brother's in Italy right now for a wedding. Make so. sure you have that when you go over there, Orlando. Pay, you know, paying a lot of money for experiences is definitely worth it. That's going to be awesome. That's a bucket list place for me. Yes. Uh, Danny says, my oldest son graduated high school tonight. Best news I've had in a while. Congratulations to Danny Congrats. and Danny's son. Stacy says, good news. It's Memorial Day weekend. Him and his friend are going to check out the new Top Gun movie and the Warriors going back to the NBA Finals. Yes, my BetMGM account is going to be happy that the Warriors are back in the NBA Finals. Uh, I'm a big see. Top Gun guy. I, I'm I'm excited for this reboot. I have never seen Top Gun. What? Oh my gosh! You're such a maverick. Or no way, you'd be a goose. I forget which one was which. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Tom Cruise. <laughs> Great comment. Okay, okay. Jack's Tom Cruise. Yes, I do know that Goose <laughs> dies first. That that's all that I know. Okay, so Goose. Is that right. Tom Cruise is maverick. That's 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 right. I've got the power dynamics correct here. Okay, I'm confident in it now. <laughs> so you're Tom Cruise. Okay. You're Goose. I'm Maverick. That's right. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Oh yeah. My. I I have not seen Top Gun. It's a good movie. It's funny. The volleyball scene's hilarious. Um, Mark Jones, the Vols did smash Vandy yesterday in the SEC tournament. They did. The Vols look so good. I'm okay. There is a curse. I don't think the number one overall seed has won the tournament since 1990. The NCAA tournament. That is. I just don't want the Vols to burn their arms out going for the SEC title. They have a lot more to play for. You, you don't need to win it all. You know, get your get your staff right headed into the regionals. But yes, when you beat teams ten to one, you don't have to throw pitchers very long. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm curious to see how how that turns out. They it, play uh, LSU today. LSU's a wild card. Yeah, they do play LSU today. The rain at Hoover. Every year it rains at Hoover, and that's it always throws a wrench in. Yeah, they need to get that thing out of Hoover. Like, screw Hoover. Like, the SEC needs to graduate from Hoover. Yeah, I I agree. I just don't know where else they'd play. I'd love love to come to Nashville. Nashville. Put it in the damn sound stadium, and everybody would be happy. Yeah, I think that would be awesome. I, I don't know why they haven't considered it. Because the Nashville SEC is the, is, is the mecca for SEC sports. Yes, and, and they don't want to move everything out of Birmingham. But, no, they absolutely need to. get Screw Hoover, Alabama. Like SEC Media Days is in Atlanta this year, which I, we're not going this year because it doesn't make sense to. But next year, it's in Nashville. Uh, they've been moving that around because of COVID. But they need to get the SEC baseball tournament up to Nashville and play it when the sounds are on a road trip. And it would be amazing. Like, what do you do in Hoover after you leave the game? You go to the mall. That's all they have in Hoover. I'm surprised I've they been have a mall Ho- in Hoover. Huh? I'm surprised they had a mall in Hoover. I feel like they'd have That's a, where a, SEC Media Days is. A motel basically six, at the, a SEC barrel. Media Days in Hoover is at the mall, at the hotel that's connected to the mall. It's a nice hotel, but it's connected to the mall. Yeah. It, and so it, it's that's, all to, you, that's all you got. It's time to elevate our game, SEC Baseball. Let's, let's Could you that. imagine – SEC baseball tournament in May in Nashville at the Sound Stadium in Germantown. All the different like bars that you could go in and out of. It would be amazing. Oh yeah, you you've got neighbors right there. If you don't have tickets to the game, you can. No, watch there's like there's tons of bars. Like, you could have a bar for every team that was there. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you, man. I, I don't know why the SEC tournament even fiddles with going anywhere else. We're talking about the SEC basketball tournament. Why they're in Tampa? Why they're in St. Louis? Why why they go anywhere well, because else? Those, because those cities pay for it enough to have it one one every six years. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. That's fine. So, what's your good news? My good news is um, later this afternoon. My well, my bad news is that my flight got delayed. But my good news is that I'm going to Denver uh, for the weekend. Never been to Denver. I'm going to visit a high school buddy. He lives up there now. He just recently moved up there. So me and a a friend that live here are going to go visit him in Denver. I've never been, 
If any of you guys have been to Denver in the chat, send me some recommendations. Now is the time. This is going to be the last thing I look at before I go to the airport. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to need some recommendations, maybe a fun bar, maybe a nice restaurant, maybe something to do besides Red Rocks. Um, so, do you so want to give, do you have any information on like where you're staying that you can throw out there to get? No, uh, no, 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 no idea. Well, I'm staying at my buddy's house. I don't know where exactly he lives. I know we're going to see a comedy show one night, but I need a restaurant or a bar. Uh, I would love to go to the Rockies game, uh, at Coors Field and just watch 20 home runs, you know, be hit. But that's not on the, pl that's not on the docket for this weekend. Well, um, I, I know there go. are some things to do in Denver. So like, you're not going to Coors Field? Not going to Coors Field. I do want to go. There. That's that's probably a bucket list ballpark I want to go to. Because that's what Elvin says. Yeah. Um, Denver, you say? Or like, uh, yeah, I, I know I know that things are a little bit different up in Denver. I, well, um, I may jump into David it. David lives an hour away. Ryan lives in Denver. Ooh, uh, okay. Let's see. Eric says downtown, go see the Blue Bear. Mm, I, that sounds sketchy to me, Eric. That, that sounds a little sketchy. Are you setting me up for something? The Blue Bear. The Blue Bear. Okay. Is it like an, uh, is it a bar? Go see the Blue Bear. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna Google all of these things before I. Does that uh, mean there is a bear there? Yeah, I guess there's root a bear. down. Root down. Okay, Drew, my Braves fan. I trust him. Elways mm -hmm. is good food. Yeah, uh, join the Mile High Club. I don't, I don't Different. think that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, so there's actually a blue bear. There's a blue bear statue in Denver. Okay. I guess, uh, you, you know, your boy Austin Huff from the Titan Up podcast has the bean in Chicago. The, I the guess blue bear is Denver's bean. I think so. Okay. I, I think so. I'll take y'all's word for it. Keep the suggestions rolling in though. I need places to, I need places to suggest. He's due to the area of Denver. <laughs> this made me laugh. Jason just says, go to the Kroger on Main Street, ask for the Iceman, you'll thank me. <laughs> What's the password? Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Do that, please. That's great. So my good news is Denver for the weekend. I'm coming back on Monday. Got a really early flight. I'm not looking forward to, but I'm excited for the weekend. There you go. My good news is uh, we've got a few things planned this weekend. How uh, two birthday parties, one Saturday and one Sunday. The Sunday birthday party is a 50s sock hop theme, and it's probably going to get pretty rowdy. What is a so, 50s sock hop, sock hop theme? Grease, sock hop, the jive, dance. Is that the play? Grease is a play. Yes. Yeah, I don't think I've seen Grease. I'm not a big, I'm not, a, I'm not a man of the theater like Luke. What's Orson. worse, Jack not seeing Grease or not knowing what Grease is, or me not seeing Top Gun? That's actually a good question. I feel like both are pretty much required. Um, but yeah, not a, not a man of the theater. I'll admit that it's it's pretty freaking famous. <laughs> oh, I've heard of it. I've heard of it. I was I wanted to make sure I had it right that it was a play. Yeah, and a movie, pretty big movie like John Travolta. How old is Jack? I'm 26. 26 and i've been into a theater maybe a couple times because i had to at college so top gun is i'm seeing top gun is worse top gun's worse i, I agree not with seeing that. top guns worse than not seeing grease i i think the chat's onto something with top gun you got to see top gun yeah they're, here they come they're on my side jack and grease I, oh, I don't know man Theaters, if this isn't the 1600s isn't, like, It's not theater, Jack. It's a movie. It was a pretty damn big movie back in the day. Oh, John Travolta was in it, huh? Yes. Okay. All right. Well, hey, I, I, I'm willing. I'm a big enough man to admit where I'm wrong. I'll, I'll watch Grease. Gre I've, I agree. I think I agree with Shrike. I agree with Bobby. I uh, agree with Demetrius. I think Grease, not seeing Grease is a worse situation than me not seeing Top Gun. I was listening to, to to Buck Rising yesterday on 104.5 The Zone. He also has not seen Top Gun, so maybe that's maybe that's just a thing. It, it just it, never it, like I think I was a I think I'm a Grease. The chat's pretty split on which one's worse. Yeah, I think Grease is. I worse. think they're both bad from what I'm reading. Both pretty bad. Tom I think I think Top Gun for me. I think I'm in a weird age because Buck's a few years young. Buck is in between me and you in age. And I think for me, Top Gun, I was, by the time I was old enough to watch Top Gun, it was too much of a classic. Does that okay. make sense? Yeah. And you can watch Grease. And, and I think you, 
I think in my elementary school, we watched Grease in like fourth or fifth grade. Yeah. Okay. Maybe maybe, maybe I've seen it in passing or seen bits and pieces. I don't think I have. But uh, look, look I, I like to watch recent releases when it comes to movies. I have some bad movie sins out there. I we know. I, if I you listen to the Tina podcast, we know that. I haven't seen Star Wars. haven't seen any of it. Really haven't watched any Harry Potter. Uh, Lord of the of the Rings, I think I saw the first one. But uh, the sci-fi genre in general is not one that I attack. Grease was in 1978. Top Gun. I've seen Footloose. Was in 86. So here's the thing about that. I was born in 90. So by the time I was old enough to watch Top Gun, that movie was at that point like 15 plus years old. And so other movies, had, I, I, you know, the newer movies took precedent. Grease was a classic that you watched in elementary school. And I know we like we learned how to do the jive in like fifth grade, uh, like PE class. Really? So, so would you would call yourself a jive turkey? Uh, it when I was eleven. Okay, you were JT when you were eleven. Okay, well, I don't know. Look, I'll, I'll add grease to the uh, look. I, I've got a notes app where I, I I keep all the movies that I need to watch. Grease is going on it. Grease is going to be on the docket. I'm going to get to Grease. I promise. Okay. It's a musical, huh? Billy says it's a musical. La La Land was good. Yeah, I, I like La La Land. I can do a musical. All right. So we both have uh, something we need to do. Uh, Strike says you can't watch Grease in school because they sing Pussy Wagon. Hmm. I've, I, I very vividly remember watching Grease in school. Maybe there was a different version. But I vividly remember that. And I remember them teaching us the dance. Yeah, that's just a little bit before my time. Yeah, I don't know. All, All right, right well, well, we've got we've got things we need to improve on. Uh, yeah, as we, as we do. I, I should probably watch Top Gun. We got to get one percent better, like Malik Willis said. If I watch one movie every day for a hundred days, I'll be one hundred percent better in my movies. So, are you actually going to do that? Watch one movie a day. I mean, that would be that would no be a way. Lot. I don't have time so for that. Time. <laughs> <laughs> that would take so much time. <laughs> Yeah. All right, guys. We will see you on Tuesday. Tuesday we'll be back because we're going into a holiday weekend. So everybody enjoy. Have a safe holiday Memorial Day weekend. We'll see you guys Tuesday morning. Zach should be back. Hopefully his uh, voice can heal a little bit more after having the flu this week. So we'll see you guys later on. Have a great weekend. Appreciate it.